This is Worshiping God, God's Way, the podcast. I am Steve Springer, the author, and we are going to read through John 4, 23 through 24, which is really, if you're going to talk about worship, this is the, the scripture everybody goes to. And Jesus at this moment is speaking to the Samaritan woman, and he takes this advantage to decode and talk to her and the world about the meaning of worship. So his audience isn't just the Samaritan woman. He's thinking of everyone else who's going to hear and read this in the future. And he starts off like this. He says, but the hour is coming and is here already when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For indeed, the Father is seeking just such people to be his worshipers. And in verse 24, he elaborates the point that God is spirit. Those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Normally when I hear this preached, they just go through this so quickly. They just expect everyone to know what some of these words mean. But when you read the Greek and you're looking at this verse, you notice a couple things. Jesus uses the word worshipers, the words prosukinitis. He also uses the word worship, prosukineo, and he uses that word 11 times. That's pretty incredible. There aren't any verses that I can find anywhere where the writer of the verse uses the same word that many times. The Hebrew Greek definition is to Jesus really an important factor in this verse. And so he uses it more than once. But the definition, that's really the simple part. And we've talked about it, you know, we mentioned it, bowing down, leaning towards your father, you know, as a dog is wanting to lick the master's hands, kissing him. You know, we know that definition and that's just what it is. But really the hard part, the difficult part is getting ourselves to actually apply that, to believe that, to participate in that, to change the way that we think about worship. That's what this is all about. That's what Jesus is getting at in this scripture and in this moment in time. He's drawing attention. He says it 11 times. Get this definition in your mind because this is what I'm talking about. But there's something else he does here. He talks about and talks to the worshiper, the prosukinitis. And he says that the worshiper needs to be true. True worshipers. So when you read the Greek, you're studying that, you're going to find something important. The Greek word for true is aletheus. Aletheus has a definition, and it means not hidden, unconcealed. It actually underlines the actual occurrence, the thing that the prosukinitas, the worshiper, is doing. You know, it references that the worshiper, when he is really, truly worshiping, it references the real nature of what he is doing. The real nature 
of his name. It basically signifies the name of worship itself. It's a real, genuine experience, and it's completely opposite of fictitious, counterfeit, or even imaginary, and even uses simulated or pretended. If you're going to be a worshiper, you have to apply this word, aletheus, true. So what Jesus is saying is you cannot just think about prosukaneo. You cannot just think about bowing down. It's not a thought. You know, you can't just pretend to be bowing down while you're doing something else, the offerings or giving praise or teaching or, or ministering to someone. You can't just pretend. It has to be aletheus. For worship to be aletheus, the essence of the word is the actual demonstration of the word. You know, we talked about the essence of worship a while back. People like to get into that. Well, this is just the holistic meaning of something we think we're doing and we're not really doing it. Well, you know, Jesus says the essence really of this word is the actual demonstration. It's the actual occurrence. And then you have to remember the story of Mary in Simon's house, that really cool picture of her bowing at the feet of Jesus, kissing him, pouring perfume and wiping it with her hair, that whole visual of prosukineo. That's Aletheus in action. Worship cannot be faked or scammed in a way that maybe behind it all there's a reason possibly to get something from God. I'm going to bow down. I'm going to do this so God will like me more or give me something. You know, there's a story about that, and it's about the mother of James and John, the sons of thunder. It's in Mark 10, 25. She comes to Jesus And she has her two boys with her, and she's coming to get something from Jesus. She's trying to get promotion. And the first thing she does is she bows down before him. Now, that's social. I understand it's social. But she wouldn't have left that out because that, to her, was the inroad to God's favor. But that's not how it works. But if you read 1025, you'll see what Jesus says to her. But the act of bowing face down, moving towards, like a dog licking the master's hand, kissing him. That is the reality of the word. That's the true part. That's the Eliseus. To say, I'm a worshiper, but I do not bow down, negates the statement that a person is a worshiper. I did have a pastor come to me, It was after a meeting, and I had talked about worship during that service. He came to me, and he said, I'm a pastor, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, but God doesn't want me to bow down before him. I don't believe that. Why would a God who created me as my heavenly Father and loves me, why would he want me to bow down before him? You know, I had to sit there for a few minutes, and we talked I don't know if you really got it, but it was an interesting conversation. But the word true, aletheus, is the opposite of defective. It means it's 
more than frail. It's not uncertain. It's not imperfect. It's, it's just true in its sense. You know, the major point, though, this is saying that bowing down because you love God, bowing down before him because of your, your heart and your feelings and your emotions towards him, it's perfect in its sense. And it's seen by God, his perspective of the worshiper is one of strength. God sees Prusukaneo as strength to the worshiper. In the richest meaning of the word, true bowing is courageous. You'll see some stories as we get into the latter end of the book about men and women who bow down and they're courageous, they're sincere. And there's no alternative motives. You know, worship's not about conquering something. It's not about winning back something that has been stolen from you. That's not what worshiping is about. Worship really is for the benefit of the creator, not the created. You know, there's a scripture that Paul states, and I think it's Ephesians 3.10, he's talking about you know, why Jesus came, the secret behind Jesus' coming. And he talks about the principalities and the people in heavens and the angels. And, and then he says this, he says, and when the church comes together and they do these things, they worship and they operate in the gifts and they move in power and they come before him, God looks and points to all the people that are watching in heaven. I don't know how many that is. It could be all heaven. It could be packed full of angelic principalities and beings. He looks at all of those and he says, see those guys? I'm still on the throne. Those guys are proving or proof that I'm still on the throne. They're worshiping me. You know, bowing down is the evidence of worship and it takes place in real time on earth and in heaven. But to be a worshiper a person really needs to present themselves with alethius, with truth. You know, the authentic, you know, tangible manifestation of persukinio. When Jesus in John 4 presents worship, what he's doing, he's just reestablishing the foundation that's in heaven. His conversation is not about the religious issues. It's not about the place where people worship. It's not about the temple or the history. You know, the Samaritans thought that their five books of Moses was more accurate than the Jewish five books of Moses, the one that they carried. They said theirs was better. Their temple was older. Their, all their stuff was more important. But Jesus, he leaves all of that. He said it's not about that. It's about the true worshipers the true prosukinitis who prosukineo before their father that's what worship is that's what worship is about 